right here on 104.9 The Horn. New theme Thursday. That's when my man Patrick plays uh, songs, certain selections that are supposed to leave uh, breadcrumbs and hints and clues for Harge and I um, to figure out the new theme of the day. Harge got it pretty easy uh, this time. First guess, actually. It is inspired by... Schedule day right here in the Schedule NFL. Schedule day. A very special day, a very special date. And because of that, he is inspired to play songs that are all about a special day, a date, a time, a month, a year. All those special dates as we're celebrating because NFL Schedule Day is today. And it's leaked officially. There's always been some leakage. Some leakage has happened. I don't think that's the right term for the NFL schedule. Leaks, I, I, I would almost guarantee isn't that, enough, that is not that, that's supposed definitely to be. a term for something else that is probably the, not PC. No. Leakage. No. I don't know why I can't Go see your doctor. You, you got NFL yeah. schedule leakage. That yeah. is definitely on one of those commercials yeah. where it says, like, The side effects may be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hate those commercials. I, I, I have you, to say that. I will tell you that Jerry Jones is probably on six or seven medications <laughs> that may lead to NFL schedule leakage. Leakage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, I like well that. Done. I like that. Oh man, you ever try? You ever watch those commercials? Like cause we were talking about, obviously prescription medication commercials. Hard. Mm-hmm. You know all about this. You're I in do. the medical industry, mm-hmm. and it could be about an antidepressant or an IBS treatment or so. I mean, just uh, obviously anything that people have to deal with, medical issues they have to deal with. Yep. Uh, could be about I don't know. It could be about like dermatitis, all kind of crazy stuff. And they'll have a commercial about a certain prescription pill medicine um, that can help someone out, birth control, all these kinds of stuff. And if you watch the commercial, and what me and my wife like to do is turn off the sound. Because use the commercial, the the visuals they're giving you have nothing to do with the actual product yeah. that is being sold to you or the prescription medicine that is being promoted. Okay. So we'll turn off the sound because I don't want to hear what they're talking about and see if we can guess at least what medical condition or at least what the prescription is about based on the visuals and we're never right no well i mean it, it, right, what, what drug we're never right what drug involves a bathtub on a hill exactly yeah, yeah. why is there right. a bathtub on a hill <laughs> and how they yes. get the water yes there you go i'm yeah. always trying to figure yes. out how they got the water there on the a lot of effort right. exactly. one i'm close to getting those when there's a middle aged man Usually we're talking about erectile dysfunction. Yeah. If, I, if enough of a middle-aged man and then he's wanting a woman and she's trying to like caress or soothe them, then I'm like, okay, it's ED here. I think we're in ED. And that's the one I can usually get right. But try this game at home with your significant other. You see one of those commercials, turn off the sound initially and go, babe, can we guess exactly what this product is or what illness it addresses or what condition it addresses just purely based on the visuals? And you're going to be wrong 90% of the time. But it's a fun game to play. Okay. I like it. wrong, but it's a yeah. fun game to play. How many of these now, too? I There's a lot of them now like that it. have uh, bands performing. Yes! <laughs> like yeah! at, at nondescript, Ooh. they seem like festivals, but they're not. They're just like at a park. It's like a backyard park. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a like, backyard park. But a lot park. of have yeah. bands performing where you're like, is is most are most people in a band that and they're like you know I have this problem exactly. and I just can't play. I, can't I do. Play. There's I do one where this. a guy gets IBS. a phone call and he's like he's like yeah and it's apparently to hop on band with a stage on a stage of the band that is currently playing because oh. he like runs across the city oh, and yeah, the band's already playing. Whoa, that was Flonase. That was uh, he had I allergies. He had allergies. You're like, I mean, I don't think that's allergies. You just have a bad agent. They're calling you <laughs> last second. I call it. Hey, man, we just started our set, and the trumpet player is not here. Come on down. Run. The band doesn't like you. They booking yeah. gigs without telling you. And then he just runs on stage and is like, yeah, no sound check. I don't yes. need a mic. Just come on, play. That is great. I, I 
I can see that one though. I actually know which one you're talking yeah. about too. All right, Hard said that was flow day. So there you go. You yeah. guys might get the game, but it's always and if sometimes like yeah, usually with the band or something like that, it could be almost anything. It could be HIV yep. medicine to yep. allergy medicine yep. to IBS. Yeah. If you see a band playing, oh, uh, you you damn, you ain't gonna get it. Ain't yeah. no, you ain't got no chance. No. You have no <laughs> you got shot. no shot at all. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to. I'm sure. Uh, let's get. To, I'm sure that was a terrible segue to the NFL. Actually, we scheduled, oh, actually, scheduled yeah, leakage. One. Actually, is how we started that hey, conversation. It's not bad because I will tell you, the only people who watch commercials nowadays are people who watch sports like the NFL. Uh, that is true. That Which is, is very why they're true. king. Yeah, this is why yeah. they're king because actually only we. Figured out now, at least by the, if you ask all the endorse, uh, all of the advertising agencies and all the, uh, like the endorsement industry, uh, they'll tell you that people only watch sports live and news live. That's it. News, news, politics and sports and news includes natural disasters or like weather, bad weather, stuff like that. Only yep. things people yep. watch live. So those things have a lot of value in the advertising realm. And that's why like sports, that. you can't, I mean, even, even the big 12. Uh, no matter how bad the sports are, there is a market for it. All right, let's get to uh, the NFL schedule leaks. Like we talked about, the actual schedule release will be unveiled later on today. All right, so here's uh, a few of these games that have been leaked. By the way, the NFL is leaking its own damn games. Like the NFL, you know, the NFL has this legal tampering period. Because they've recognized that tampering happens regardless. So, you know, what, we might as well have some fun with it. And they call it their legal tampering period. This is basically their version of kind of they're, they're, they're in on the schedule leaks. Usually somebody outside of the NFL, some reporter who follows the NFL, some beat reporter or some NFL insider, they're the ones leaking the stories. No, the NFL is actually leaking its own. Schedule. Absolutely. They're like, we're going to take part in the league. But we, matter of fact, we are going to beat the insiders and the beat reporters to the leak because we are going to be part of the leakage. You don't ever see Ian Rappaport giving you that one, though. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. You know what I'm point. saying? They got yeah. everybody else doing it. Man, it is. So yeah. the NFL's, uh, they leaked already. This is from the NFL's website. The uh, Detroit Lions at the Kansas City Chiefs to start out the NFL season. That is the season opener, September 7th. Gentlemen, how you feel about Detroit at Kansas City? Man, you got to give it up for what Dan Campbell has done. He he walks a fine line between being a player's coach uh, and being kind of a hard-nosed, old-school football coach. Usually hard-nosed, old-school football coaches aren't player coaches. He is right. both. And, man, he's really, really uh, cultivated a really good culture there in Detroit. I like the coaches they have there. I think my man Dre Bly is coaching there now. Loves to hire players as his former coaches. Yeah. Uh, but the offense in Detroit, that is what has really sparked a ton of excitement and optimism because they got a top-five offense that, trust me, with Jameer Gibbs, who I – project or hypothesize they want him to be their version of Debo Samuel, they going to put up some points, and so will Kansas City. Oh, for sure. You know that Kansas City is going to put up some points. But I think, too, because of the emergence of the Detroit Lions and the way that they play, the energy that Dan Campbell brings, to your point, and the fact, too, this is going to be a team that now doesn't have to deal with Aaron Rodgers. They might yeah. win that division. That's when true. you sit back and you think about it, Minnesota is obviously Minnesota. They're going to be okay. Uh, but you look at Chicago, they're going to be better. But right now, Detroit is the team that looks the best on paper. You talked about the top five offense. You got Jared Goff playing at a high level. That defense swarms to the football. Yes, it does. They will come and hit you. I I like it. Hey, I like and, it. An exciting rookie. Yep. Because we get to see what Gibbs is going to do. Yep. I can't wait to watch Gibbs. Because that's another one that you go, man, this is a guy that was taken early that there are reports now that they weren't, that the Lions took him there because other teams were trading up to go get him. So yep. he wasn't the, it wasn't, they weren't crazy that they were the only ones who took him that early. 
Apparently, a lot of people really liked him. So I'm that's a Ross another Saint one. Brown. I mean, uh, you've, yeah, done, yeah. you've done a lot. You got you got some players that are on that squad. No, uh, I'm with you. I know I I like what the uh, the Lions did in the draft, and I think uh, the Lions are getting a, obviously. I don't think they're getting a lot of respect. They are. <laughs> they're starting off the NFL season. Nobody really saw that coming. Uh, uh, the second game, the NFL has leaked out Bills at the J E T S Jets Jets Jets. That's September 11th, gentlemen. Obviously, uh, a ton of significance. The anniversary mm-hmm. of 9 11. There will be a Monday Night Football debut. Two New York teams uh, make a lot of sense and I'm sure a lot I mean honestly that might be one of the highest rated games of the year just because it'll be the uh, the first chance nationally people have to, to catch Aaron Rodgers. Yeah and you expect Brees Hall to be back you already talked we talked about Garrett Wilson and what he brings to that team they got Markel Hardeman on that squad as well. They're going to have a track team, too. Yeah, man. And Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb's making an appearance, folks. Randall Cobb hey, is Alan back. Lazard. Alan Lazard. Don't get the friends of Aaron Rodgers. I want to be a best friend of Aaron Rodgers because he's going to get you a job for sure. <laughs> so you sit there and you look at it, and this, this defense for them as well for the Jets uh, is on the rise as well. But, of course, you know, you look at Buffalo, what they were able to do, Josh Allen, uh, Diggs, everybody that's involved on that team. You got Dalton Kincaid, who was a high draft oh, pick for them, too. don't forget about that. Good point. You know, so there is a lot of optimism in Buffalo, and every year they believe that they're going to the Super Bowl. So why not open it up against uh, Aaron Rodgers and already starting yourself into a divisional game? You can believe you're going to the Super Bowl, but as long as Kansas City is in that conference exactly. and Patrick Mahomes is there and you ain't got a true running game, you probably won't be going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I won't put my money on Buffalo until they get a real running game. Until they get a true they, running game. So they get a running back? A, yeah, exactly. Well, they, got Dam- they picked up Damian Harris. Who used to be with the, the Patriots. Oh, they so also brought in back. Latavius Murray. Change your pace back. Oh, I, and they got James Cook. I mean, you're you, real you, life. you say his name like that, don't make me excited James about Cook. it. They, they got, got James, James Cook. Cook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't change the way I feel about him. That's the Chicago has three running backs I like better than any of those running backs. Agreed. Uh, very true. Agreed. Very true. Agreed. Very true. Three of them. Totally agree. I'm hey, it's not over yet, man. There might, right be a tra- there might be a trade coming there up. There could be a trade. Hey, Chicago may trade one because if they got three, one of them is going to be unhappy by the time. if you Because you can't play Foreman. Uh, Herbert and Roshan, all like I know they say they want to do it by committee, but that's like that's too much. Of and a honestly, committee. the least likely to be traded would be Rojo because he's yeah, cheaper he, and yeah, he, yeah. Just he just got and there. And then probably Deontay is the next uh, yeah, because least he, like because he's cheap. Yeah, well, he's cheap, Herbert but also, but, but also, if you get value for him, you only he's a one year rental, so that's you just true. go. That's we only got point. for one, so let it. We can trade him off, and any value we get, we weren't going to resign him. Anymore. That's a good point. And he actually is an attractive trade piece because the Cowboys yep. should try to trade for Deontay Foreman. They should have signed him before that. They should have signed him. Uh, okay, inter- internet. <laughs> oh, he's already mad over there. He's like, <laughs> like an old man <laughs> grunt to himself over there like Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> it's okay. They got Deuce Vaughn for 40 carries a game. They yeah, got all right. He's running Ronald, for 40. Ronald Jones. Yeah, we got Ronald Jones for they got, 40. They got Deuce for 40 carries a game. Ronald Jones ain't hit seeing the field, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, we'll see. I still don't know what the hell to the Cowboys doing that running back. But anyway, speaking of the Cowboys, they will play a team. Honestly, if they have the running game of the San Francisco 49ers, maybe they don't need a marquee bell cow running back because they'll play the 49ers October 8th. That'll be Sunday Night Football, gentlemen, week five. They're at San Francisco trying to avenge those postseason losses the 49ers have put on them the last couple of years. We, we talked about this earlier, guys. The 49ers, 
third best Super Bowl odds right now. At least uh, I looked at it last night. They had the third best Super Bowl odds. We don't even know who the damn quarterback's going to be. That's very true. And they're giving them that. That's how much love. And they lost their OC that's to the Texans true. and lost the DC to the Texans. And they're still with the top three best odds to win the Super Bowl. That's, you know why? Because of the fact that their their schedule favors them. Mm. That is why you start looking at it. The strength of the schedule right now. The division is weak. The, 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 the division very, is weak. Very, Only Seattle's up. Rams very, down, Cardinals yes, down. Yes, yeah. so that gives them the best options out there. You look at the strength of schedule. Philadelphia has the toughest schedule. That They're at 56%, their opponent's winning percentage. You look at what San Fran is. Their, theirs is 51%. Mm. So they are right in the middle of the pack. And we've talked about their defense the entire time. That defense travels no matter what. Yes, they swarm to the football. They knock you out. And then you got a quarterback that, you know, he thinks that he can make anything happen with any of his quarterbacks. So we'll see there. They still – you still don't know what they're going to do with Trey Lance. They've all talked about it. when Brock Purdy is healthy, he's going to come in as the quarterback – but what if Trey Lance goes out there? You traded a lot to get Trey Lance. You traded a ton. So you might want to see what you got. You you, you know, kick those tires as they like to speak. Yeah, because he's he's only got four hundred and twenty pass attempts, which is ridiculous. at the college and NFL level. So ridiculous. When Ryan Tannehill came out and was drafted in the first round, remember he he split time as wide receiver and a quarterback in college at AM. He yep. had seven hundred and seventy four pass attempts in college before he got there. Trey Lance has got four hundred and twenty pass attempts. Period. As a quarterback at a high level. That's unbelievable. So I don't know what to think of him. I don't know if he's going to be a bust. I don't know if he's going to be great. I have no idea. There's not enough of a sample size to to come to any type of conclusion. No doubt. On Trey Lance. How could you ever? So that's still up in the air. Uh, But anyway, uh, getting back to it, international games were also leaked. Uh, The Falcons, this is all London games, by the way. Falcons versus Jags, October 1st. Jags back-to-back international games and uh, back-to-back weeks, I should say, as well. Uh, Jags versus Bills, October 8th. The Ravens versus Titans, October 15th. Those are your London games. Uh, Germany games will be Miami versus Kansas City, November 5th. Uh, Indy versus New England, November 12th. And those are your Germany games. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't like any of that stuff. I don't, don't like. like I, it? I don't like. I don't. The, I don't think we. I don't. The, see the NFL it. is really wants to have a presence internationally. They are stupefied as to how they could be the most popular American TV show right now. Like eighty. 85% of the most uh, watched TV shows last year were NFL broadcasts. How they can be that popular in the, in, in the American uh, culture, if you will, and not have any footprint yeah. or loyalty with a fan base internationally. That I think that frustrates the billionaires. For sure. And they, they've gotten on Roger Gill and said, hey, man, rectify this. Please. Get it done. Yeah. Because every other sport's getting international money and we not. Exactly. So, but but for me, it goes back to the fact too. I don't see how this is helping. I think the biggest thing you need to do, you need to start getting developmental programs over there. Start getting youth sports and do that before you start bringing everybody over there because that's where it happens. The kids over there, they're playing soccer, they're playing other sports, they're playing basketball, Mm -hmm. they're not playing football because you don't have the developmental part of it. Start there. And then try to cultivate it by bringing other people or do camps over there. Do all that stuff first I agree. before you start trying to go over there and say, we need to put an NFL team there. 
Nobody goes. They, they go and watch it. They they plan their trips. Yeah, but that's not what they're there There's for. There's no brand loyalty. There's no brand. They, don't come they back all have to different it. jerseys on when you watch them on that Sunday morning when they're over there playing. Everybody comes in with a different mm. jersey on. And to, to that point, I agree with you. Is it chicken or the egg? This is the conundrum for the NFL. Because I, be, why why did you start playing sports? Because you watched a, a somebody watched play somebody sports play it. and you're like, right. I want to be like so and so. I want to be like Dion. I love Dion Sanders. I want I played the position Dion played. Wore the number. That's exactly. what got me inspired and I believe that's the case for most young athletes they get inspired by a great athlete at the highest level and maybe the NFL chicken or egg is saying you know what we need one of these kids over there a great athlete in Germany or in you know London to see a Lamar Jackson and go I want to be that to hell I don't want to play soccer I want to play basketball I don't know I want to play Australian football or rugby no no right. I, I want to play cricket I want to play American Football. Yep. I'm the best athlete in my school, and that's what I want to play. Right. And then almost get inspired to do that. Now, like chicken on the egg. Getting back to your point, tough to do that for the the, the LeBron James of his class when I don't have a youth exactly community exactly to or, go play or, exactly, or I don't have a an apparatus in place to be able to you know help you develop and cultivate your craft. Exactly. So I'm with you. I, well, I don't know chicken on the egg. I, don't know and, I mean, there's yeah. also points of the NFL working with people over there that are trying to start leagues and trying to start. Pee Wee Leagues or, or whatever they're trying to stop, Pop Warner or whatever they're trying to start over there to get younger leagues, that if uh, if Trevor Lawrence goes over and ha- and does a meet with a, with a league of kids and he's like, hey, man, y'all should stick around and keep playing, and now they all love Trevor Lawrence because they got to meet him, so it makes him stick through years six, mm-hmm. seven, eight, because now they have a they do have somebody that they love, so they're not dropping out, you know, because we all know football. When you play it, when you first start, and you get hit a few times, you may be like, cool, <laughs> right, right. I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I, it I stopped, happens. I stopped exactly. playing because I got multiple concussions. It I does. know there at the time, but I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I don't like this anymore. No, that's a good point. That's a great point. And the, to your uh, point about being an ambassador, basically, for the game, that's what the NBA does. Right. They send those guys over to China. They send them over to different countries in Europe. Don't please don't get. Oh, we're not getting political here. Right. Right. Uh, they send right, them to different right. countries, and basically they go over there on these kind of ambassador type missions for the NBA. And you know they play ex- exhibition games and they sign a lot of you know autographs. And I, usually a lot of the shoe companies are behind it too, and mm-hmm. they promote their brand and promote the NBA's brand. And it does. And it's helped the NBA because look at all the great players in the NBA. Yeah. yeah. Most of them yeah. are so basketball national. without borders. It's, yeah. Basketball exactly. without borders. It's a program it, that it, they do. It's basketball without it's borders. It's been around for, for like 40 years now. Something. Yeah. Right? It's been around for a long time. Yeah, so because like Elijah one days way back yeah, then. Yeah. Exactly. Because, yeah, and it was when they did, when the Dream Team came <laughs> out, that was when it started to grow of people being like, oh, okay, I want to be part of it. And then those guys would come over, mm-hmm. and you saw them on the Dream Team, and they were – that was the first time I think a lot of those kids saw them as these are the best players in the world because yep. they just beat every other country. And mm-hmm. so I think the NFL, they're trying to be like, we got to show them how great we are. And if we only send over our worst teams, then we're not necessarily showcasing them. Uh, so if we yeah, send over the point. Chiefs and we send over mm-hmm. a young you know, Trevor Lawrence. Ravens, we send over, Lamar Jackson. Lamar, we yeah. send over guys that they that will make them be inspired. It's better than be like, hey, man, here's the guys that agreed to go. Right. <laughs> right. That is a great point. Yeah, it's like, guys, we, we got to grow the game. You guys are the ambassadors of the sport. No, You guys are the biggest stars of the sport. You're going to inspire the next generation of international athletes Absolutely. who may want to play American football. Yeah. I mean, how many people, how many players in the NBA love Kobe Bryant? Uh, yep. And they're like, Kobe's a reason why I play. Mm-hmm. How many of them are like, man. 
that that bench warmer, Gerald King, dude. Gerald King, do he play like six <laughs> minutes? Say who? <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah, they, exactly they, you're right. not you're not going after people. Don't go, man. I really want to play defense because of Bruce Bowen. Yep. No, right you can Kobe Bryant. So you can't show them technically good players that are good enough to make the NFL. You have to send right. over the Chiefs. And be like, these are the Super Bowl champions. And I think they figured that out now because, yeah, it used to be a lackluster yeah. uh, array of games. And now these are some sexy matchups, man. You know what, Miami it's versus Kansas sexy, City. but I That's think sexy. it's terrible for the mm. NFL uh the home games. Yes, it is. You know, that's why they were sending Jacksonville over there because a lot of people are like, eh, it's Jacksonville, we're not going to yeah. be losing much But But there. I think now these teams, they understand what that owner of Jacksonville was trying to do yeah. Yeah. with Rasheed Khan. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I, I don't mind being the biggest NFL team in China or in Germany because I make a lot of money right. off merchandising if none of y'all want access to that, those, that international money. I'll take it. I'll yeah. be the I'll be the I'll be the highest uh, the most popular and the most the highest selling merchandising team in Germany or London. I'll take it because you know what that's a lot of money. It is. And it feels like yeah, you know what I, I want some of that. Yeah, I need <laughs> I, all of that. I want a little piece of that Germany, a little London. So that's the part. I mean, the, the Rockets. I remember when they got Yao Ming and they became such a big international hit uh, over in China and everything. And it was and a big part of it was because they have a huge uh, like uh, Asian community in Houston, like one of the biggest in the world actually yep. Yep. in Houston. And that was a big part of why they drafted Yao Ming, and you can you know, debate on whether they got return on their investment, but it was a big part of they wanted to grow their brand internationally. And it is. The Rockets are still one of the biggest international brands out there because of Yao Ming. And they're not even, they don't even win a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's because of Yao. Uh, anyway, uh, getting back to it, Black Friday, because the NFL thinks of the, well, the sports calendar as a monopoly board, and they want their property and your property too. Black Friday games now, Miami at the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, that's a really good game. And also they're going to have, uh, that's going to be November 24th, but on December 3rd you have San Fran at Philly. Uh, that's a good game. And Christmas Day, also the NFL wants a piece of that too. Yeah, they want all of they it. They want all of it. All your yeah. holidays, They the NFL is like, no, no, we want y'all celebrating with us. They got Las Vegas at Kansas City, the Giants at Philly, and New Year's Eve. Another holiday the NFL wants part of Cincinnati at Kansas City for December 31st. Right. Um, so those are your uh, the leaks, the NFL schedule leaks so far. Oh, for Cowboys, just real quick, Cowboys fans, these are just rumors right now. Uh, but it was announced uh, that the uh, – at least it was announced. It was r- rumored to be the Cardinals season ticket holders uh, are going to have a home schedule uh, game. Apparently their home schedule was leaked, and the Dallas Cowboys rumored to be visiting them in week three. Like I said, that's just for I like that. Uh, w fans, Brandon Tierney has reported the Cowboys will visit the Giants in week one on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Cowboys will host Washington Commanders, reports J.P. Finley on Thanksgiving Day. And also there is some chatter that Aaron Rodgers and the J.E.T.S. Jets, Jets, Jets will visit the Cowboys in week two. And uh, also, like we said, in week 18, there's another report out there that the Cowboys will play the Commanders just as they did last season. I hope that that Cowboys, if it is in Arizona, and I hope it's a 12 noon game because if that's the case, I'm going. You're going? I'm going to Arizona for that. I like that. Yeah, I'll go. go out there for that. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. See, you want to? You know, I'll what? fly right back that night. I was gonna too. say, yeah. You know, no, take I'll some fly. time. No, no, no. I'm flying right back. <laughs> I ain't sticking around out there. That's why I needed to be a noon game. Noon game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get in and get out. Get out of there. That's right. Uh, all right. We come back. Uh, we'll get into a couple stories I want to hit that we didn't hit. So we'll hit this Demarvi on Overshum story and this Shaq Mason story about the Texans. So a couple more NFL news notes and nuggets before we get out of here. Right here on Ball Don't Lie, wonderful nine the horn. I wanna 
Don't lie right here on 1049 The Horn. It is a new theme Thursday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick plays jams that are supposed to leave clues and breadcrumbs behind for Harge and I to lead us to the new theme of the day. And today's new theme, pretty easy, and Harge got it on the first guess. Uh, pretty easy for him, I should say that. Uh, inspired by the, uh, the schedule release day, uh, NFL schedule day, it's about uh, songs that reference special dates, days, times, months, years, because today is a very special day. That's the new theme of New Theme Thursday. Uh, it was a special day when for DeMarvin Overshawn when he was drafted, gentlemen. Of course it was. He was drafted 90th overall to the Dallas Cowboys. A special day for him. And I read an article at DallasCowboys.com about how DeMarvion Overshone now essentially has kind of been bumped up in the uh, priority list for the Dallas Cowboys since they moved Michael Parsons to edge full-time. Dallas Cowboys have not yet confirmed that, but we know Michael Parsons here in Austin, working out at the Collective, by the way, uh, that he actually uh, reported and revealed that he was going to be moving to uh, the edge position full-time. As a matter of fact, that's why he was training at the Collective. He was trying to put on some weight, uh, some really basic, muscle to try to make sure that he could deal with the all, all of the, the wear and tear of playing defensive end and going up against 300-pound uh, offensive linemen. Sidebar, uh, Harge and Patrick, did y'all see the video of Deuce Vaughn, Jamar Chase, and Michael Parsons running basically their equivalent of a 5-10-5 drill at the collective? Yes, sir. That was pretty amazing because Micah was – I don't, I don't know if he won, Winner. but if he, if he didn't win, he was right. He tied for the It was a photo right. finish. Yeah, if he didn't Let's win. Let's say that. It was a photo finish. With Deuce Vaughn and Jamar Chase. Yes. <laughs> His change of direction is something Ooh. to talk about because of it's the freaky, fact man. that when you look at how these guys can move in that short shuttle distance, wow. it's so impressive. Because so, you can't get away from him. When you think about him going against a 300-pound That's man. what I'm saying. You can't get away from him. It's unbelievable. He's he's actually working uh, with the uh, the retired L.A. Rams offensive lineman. Man, his name escapes me right now. Uh, Super Bowl champion, uh, what's his name? Whitworth. He's there Ooh, at the collective Andrew, too. Oh, he Andrew was there Whitworth. working at, with Andrew Whitworth there. I don't know why he was in town. It's not like everybody's in town in Austin. They I mean, it's Austin, Texas. Used baby. to come hang out in Austin. Uh, but getting back to Demarvin Overshone, so this article, um, it said basically that Demarvin Overshone now is a key. Uh, player in terms of building depth linebacker position for the Cowboys because we know that Michael Parsons will no longer be a member of that linebacking core. Uh, when Overshawn was asked how they're going to use him, he said, quote, any and everywhere. Right now, starting with the will position, weak side linebacker, mm-hmm. uh, but Dan Quinn has a plan for me, just moving me around. What I was doing in college is kind of what they see with the Dallas defense, moving a lot of plays around and playing along the big guys off the edge. I know Coach Quinn has a plan for me, and like I said, I'm so excited to work, and whatever they need me to do, I'm going to do. Uh, there's also a Jeremy Fowler article, ESPN Insider, who also brought up DeMarvion Overshown. And said the Cowboys are high on their third-round pick to Marvin Overshone. And Jeremy Fowler said he understands Overshone will play a lot as a rookie. 
but yeah. also that the Cowboys believe he can develop uh, into an all an all down linebacker or every down linebacker because of his speed. He said Quinn's defense is all about rallying to the football and hitting ball carriers. And by the way, that's what uh, Quinn Quinn brought up too. Dan Quinn. He said, "I love the way he strikes." Uh, ball carriers, um, and it says here in this Jeremy Fowler piece that uh, basically Overshone's versatility was what stood out to them, and they plan on using, or at least he, Jeremy Fowler states the Cowboys plan on lo- using him a lot early on. And how about this? Overshone likely won't play heavy snaps right away, but Quinn clearly has a vision for the player, and it wouldn't be surprising if he eventually supplanted Demone Clark. As a starting uh-huh. real linebacker with Leighton Vanderesh. Uh huh. That's something we've been talking about. Wow. The the athleticism is the key for him. He he's that that guy that can play safety for you. He can come down and be a linebacker for you. He can come and rush the quarterback for you. He's a he's a jackknife. He he can go out there and do everything that you want. For him, Swiss Army knife, not jackknife. Jackknife is. Hey, he can be a jackknife too. He can be that too, <laughs> depending on how he gets there, right? <laughs> depending on how he gets there. But yes, this is something that, uh, <laughs> as you sit and think about how can he be used, Dan Quinn is the one that can show you how he can be used. And if you and if you actually track the linebackers that the Cowboys have been drafting or acquiring lately, they do kind of all fit the same mode. Demarvin Overshone, six three two twenty hybrid uh, that played safety. Devin Harper, the Oklahoma State linebacker they brought in, he's six foot two forty. But remember, Oklahoma mm-hmm. State admittedly uh, that you know they said and Coach Gundy said this that they stopped recruiting bo- specific body types for positions and positions uh, out of high school and just started recruiting. Uh, uh, just skill sets and started recruiting upside. So mm-hmm. they basically they went into a positionless football type of mentality in their recruiting. And that was probably like five or eight years ago. And Devin Harper falls into that. And we know obviously Dan Quinn loves positionless football players. Jabril Cox, best coverage linebacker coming out of LSU uh, the year the Cowboys drafted him. And and you go look at Malik Jefferson. Remember, they acquired Malik Jefferson. He's still there, I believe. 6'2", 235. We all know he could run, run. 4'5", yes. 240. And he was a guy that moved around for Texas somewhat, too. So he's got a type at linebacker, and Overshawn fits it. Oh, he's definitely the one that no is question. going to fit the best right there. Uh, okay, one other quick story before we get out of here. Uh, Shaq Mason uh, signed an extension with the Houston Texans. He is their offensive guard. Uh, they acquired him via a trade, I believe, uh, and uh, he has now signed an extension, which means the Texans have one of the most expensive offensive lines in all of the NFL. Uh, I mean, they and now they have. You got Kenyon Green, who's going to be there. He's a rookie that they drafted in the first round last year, so he's going to be there for the foreseeable future. Uh, you'll also end up with uh, Titus Howard. Uh, he's there to 2023. They got to sign him to an extension because he's there through 2023, so he'll be a free agent next season. Um, Shaq Mason now, 2026. Laramie Tunsil signed through 2026. Uh, and I said Kenyon Green, he signed through 2025. So most of the O-line is locked up at least till 2025, except for Titus Howard. That's the one they got to figure out. Yeah, Shaq yep. Mason was acquired. Uh, it was Shaq Mason and a seventh to Houston Texans in exchange for a six-round pick. That's so, cheap. So really did not give out much for him. Basically, Tampa Bay did not want to pay him with the contract extension he wanted. So you were able to get him for very, very cheap, which makes the money you spend not so bad because you didn't have to give up draft capital really to get him. So it's basically you signed Shaq Mason as a free agent in this deal. A starting, I mean, guy had a, was a Pro Bowl caliber starter with the with New England Patriots, but yes. was a starting caliber. Still guard. only twenty nine years old, so still has some good years left in him. I, I love it for trying to protect your your rookie quarterback. 
That old line, I mean, it's it's impressive. It's a good old line. I don't know what they're gonna do about Titus Howard. I assume they're gonna try to lock him up next. Uh, but man, if CJ Stroud will have one of the most stable offensive lines in the NFL when he takes over the starting job. So yeah, that is no uh, doubt. And they got a running game because Damian Pierce can run the rock, man. He yeah. really can. Uh, so excited about uh, the Texans uh, making moves for their to, to protect their young quarterback. All right, we come back. We'll wrap it up. We'll put it in the oven. Let you know what's on tap right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful down the horn. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Oh yeah, yeah I've been known to drink a beer or two. Like a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's five o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already five o'clock here. It's time for what's on tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's. That is... mm-hmm. uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <sighs> Pop a top again. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Getting ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. Uh, Before we let you know what's on tap, uh, go to hornfm.com. If you miss any part of the shows, uh, you just go there right there and check out the podcast page. Uh, Before we get out of here, got to remind you what's coming up next. you got the Longhorn Blitz podcast with myself, my man Matt Butler, and Jeff Howe of Horns 24-7. And then my man Patrick. That's right. Mm -hmm. Coming up, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. And you know that schedule will be out by then. Oh, that's right. We'll have an official schedule talk. <laughs> we'll have an official. And you know Instant. the Texans will be a part of that discussion. Hopefully the Texans. Because he's back. He is back. <laughs> official Texans fandom uh, representative old man Patrick. So Instant Series will be at 8 p.m. tonight. And he'll be on uh, talking about a lot of the NFL schedule release because it'll be happening um, as he is on the air. Okay, uh, real quick, what's on tap for you tonight? Because you got a lot of stuff to choose from. There's a lot going on. I'm going to go across the street right now and check out Westlake Baseball. They're in their playoff game right now against San Antonio Brandeis. But then I'm going to go home and watch and see what this basketball is going to look like tonight. Yeah. What uh, KD are we going to get tonight, guys? uh, You need KD and Devin Booker. You need Devin Booker Booker to go off for 60 tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that, too. That's because Joker is going to have 70. Uh, <laughs> no DeAndre Ayton tonight. No right. DeAndre Ayton and Jamal Murray is questionable last I saw. Yeah, no CP3 as well. Uh, so on tap for you, you got Instant Series coming yeah, up. Instant Series and then basketball. All right, uh, what's on tap for me? I'm watching a lot of basketball, but I'll probably catch some of that schedule release too. We'll come yep. back tomorrow and we'll do it again, folks. Thank you for your participation. Remember, the revolution will not be televised. We'll be talking about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other. Peace.